Kate, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I'm excited that you're the first C3 professional I get to speak with, uh, not only because you're an awesome role model for our students, but you're, you truly bring so much experience, knowledge, and wisdom um, from the clinical mental health side as well. So why don't we uh, jump right in? Personally, I don't know about you, but no matter what career we're discussing, I'm a huge proponent of showing, or in this case, reading statistics that show the importance of specific careers. Um, so mental health is definitely a hot topic around the country right now, and some of the statistics associated with the mental health profession are actually quite alarming. So I thought for our listeners I'd read a couple. Um, approximately one in five youth aged 13 to 18 experiences a, se a severe mental disorder at some point during their life. Um, for children aged 8 to 15, uh, the estimation is 13%. Um, more than 90% of children who die by suicide have a mental health condition. Um, and all of those statistics can be found on the National Alliance of Mental Illness Statistic website. Um, but I just like showing that, you know, our role and your role mm -hmm. um, is very important. Definitely. So, and that's why we're here to discuss that today. So, um, for our listeners, how did you end up getting into clinical mental health uh, counseling and, and what have your experiences been thus far? Sure. So actually, I started out after college wanting to be an English teacher. I wanted to be a high school English teacher and that was my, my path and worked in a summer, like a summer camp for a job in just summer job and really just being a camp counselor, we had campers coming in bringing all sorts of different things from home, whether they're dealing with mental health concerns, um, child custody battles. So I really found myself more in a, a counseling role for the first time and really loved it and decided that that would be the direction I wanted to go in. So I ended up um, finishing my bachelor's degree early and with the intention of going to grad school for counseling. So started grad school, um, had lots of experiences within the mental health world and counseling world, worked everywhere from group homes in the community. I worked you know, residential counseling. I did um, worked in hospital setting from the emergency room to inpatient programs in community mental health centers. So worked a lot of different areas. Yeah. Um, ended up finding my love for schools kind of accidentally. Um, I worked in a hospital program that decided to um, give me a position that was, I was employed by the hospital, but they sent me to schools and really ended up falling in love with schools. And that's kind of how that direction um, took place. So, and, and been here at Grace Lake Central for seven years and really like being here because um, I get to work individually with students. I get to do support groups. I get to do big picture prevention programs, both with staff members and with our student population. And I really like being where the kids are. So that's why I really like being in the school setting. Um, outside of school, I also have a private practice. I do that a couple nights a week. And I like that because it, it kind of keeps me in that more of a in, intense clinical world and um, get to work with people a little more long term and get to work with adults and mm -hmm. different populations there as well. So. Um, love both, so that's why I do both. And then I'm really lucky as well that um, have been able to take some of my experiences and bring them back to my roots at DePaul University, and I, I do some adjunct 
I'm an adjunct faculty member there and teach a few classes a year. So enjoy that as well. You're a busy, you're a busy gal. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I, I do, wouldn't do it if I didn't love it. I really do love the, this field and I'm really passionate about it. Well, I think that that's an important message that we can give to high school students is that starting um, exploring careers in high school really starts with like your passions and your interests, right? Mm -hmm, like, I, you know, when, when I talk to students about like, okay, well, you know, kind of how can I help um, get you into classes that you might be interested in learning about? Um, I, I ask what their hobbies are because like, or what they like to do in their spare time because then they can really start to think, okay, I like to do this versus that. And, and that you can value more hands-on experiences or, or not so much, right? Absolutely. Um, so that's really cool that like you were able to develop, like, work within your, you know, passions and your interests and you were able to get, you're really able to do all three, which is amazing. Absolutely. Uh, I think that's pretty rare, but cool. Well, can you, like, I think one of the other important things is that um, a lot of times, maybe to some of our listeners, like, it's not really understood how much education you kind of need to, to work in, whether it's the clinical mental health therapy side, or even just to be like a, a school counselor here at Grays Lake Central. Sure. Um, can you maybe speak to what the differences are between the clinical mental health therapist and maybe like a psychologist or a psychiatrist? Sure. Um, I'll, I'll first start on the education piece. Um, to be a counselor, you need a master's degree. Um, you know, I think sometimes even with school counseling, people don't realize that school counselors actually have a clinical background as well. Um, they're not just schedule changers. We all have counseling backgrounds. Um, a lot of the master's programs in counseling have different tracks that you can um, specialize in either school counseling or clinical counseling. And then you need a specific internship. Um, because I've gone back a couple times, I've done a couple <laughs> rounds of internships and had to get a couple licenses. So that is very time consuming. Like right now I have a, I have a my clinical license. It's a licensed clinical professional counselor. Um, that's a two-tier process that after your master's degree that you, um, you you study for the first test and then you have to have supervised hours mm -hmm. and then you take your clinical license that allows you to work independently. We also have uh, our what's called a professional educator license to work in schools and we have to take a couple certification tests to work in, in the schools as well. In addition, you, there's opportunities for continuing education. I recently just got my, my certified alcohol and drug counselor certification and that required me to take a few more classes and another mm -hmm. internship. So really based on your specialties after your master's degree, you want to pick a track that you are planning to work in. And then if you want to add additional certifications, you, you, you have to go back to school typically sure. and, and take those classes or take internship experiences. So that's a little bit about the licensure and the education. Um, also, there's a, a little bit differences in, in just paths as well. Um, I have a background in clinical counseling, so I took a, a, the counseling master's track. Clinical social workers, they do similar things, but their education is a little bit different, but um, both can lead you to a place where you could work independently and work in the clinical field and sure. hospitals in different settings. Um, a lot of times people will confuse psychologists and psychiatrists. Yeah. Um, a psychologist is a doctoral level uh, practitioner that um, has gone through multiple levels of education and, and gotten their, their doctorate degree, written a dissertation, as well as um, getting certified to be able to do psychological testing, which mm -hmm. is not something a master's level yep. like myself could do. A psychiatrist is um, 
a medical doctor and they go the medical school route and they're able to prescribe medication. Okay. So those are kind of the differences. I know sometimes like when I'm working with students or clients, they, they sometimes mix those names up, but yeah, it's, it's, those are the different tracks. Yeah. Awesome. So if you were to, um, give advice to somebody or a student that might be interested in a career such as, you know, therapy or clinical mental health, um, counseling, um, all the above, what would you give? What kind of advice would you give? Sure. You know, I think just what you were saying is what it, before just t- talking to students about their interests. I think that we'll find that um, students that are interested in going into the helping fields are helpers themselves. They they enjoy helping others. They're the one the friends that are good listeners. They enjoy being a part of things that are giving back. And so I think that's a really good foundation is to really just number one be interested in that is is a field, but. Um, we do have a lot of great opportunities in the high school level, whether it's Best Buddies or Psychology Club, Rams Dedicated, PSP classes. Those are all really good experiences that students can take advantage of here in the high school setting. Um, also, like I mentioned, there's so many different routes to go um, in this field, and that's the, the benefit of this field. But um, I think it's a it's always a good idea to just talk to different people that are doing these jobs, shadow people, have conversations. For example, um, you know, I've worked in hospital setting. I really value that experience, but for my personal just preference, I prefer being in schools versus a hospital. Yeah. So, you know, having those conversations about what a day in the life looks like yeah, right. and is it going to fit your personality? I think those are all really good good things to do as well. And I think that's why a lot of you know, especially at the college level, you know, there's a, a big emphasis on getting multiple internships over summers now. Absolutely. Um, is so that you can understand what it's actually like before you, you know, invest the, the real time into doing that job. Um, you know, that's super important um, is to is to get involved as well. And like, I think from the college application side, um, we stress it from the council, from the school counselors is that um, most applications nowadays are are, are holistic applications. So mm-hmm. meaning like they're looking at more than just the GPA and the test score. They're looking at what you were involved in. Can you be a leader? Do you have some of those experiences that are necessary or those skills that are necessary to do this job very well? Yes. Um, so I think that's great advice um, for any job, um, mm-hmm. but also for the therapy side is like, do you like working with kids? Do you like working with adults? Like trying to figure that out. Um, So, well, I really appreciate uh, the input you gave today. Um, So that is a wrap for the first ever C3 podcast. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining, Kate. All right, take care.